people up. all honor and praise. Now, Father, we ask that you break open the bread of life to your people here today. And, Lord, I just thank you for the Holy Spirit who loves us, the Holy Spirit that never leaves us, the Holy Spirit that hovers over us. And we thank and praise you in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, have your way in this place. And we give you all the honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, this is the season. Amen. To give thanks for what God has done. Amen. Uh, Amen. And you also give thanks for what you want him to do. Amen. Hallelujah. When you get finished thanking God and worship and praise, because thanks always goes into worship and praise. And I'm telling you, when you get done with that, the presence of God is right before you. Amen. And there's nothing that you can't ask for him that he can't deliver. Amen. This is a season to be grateful. Hallelujah. Be thankful for whatever you have. And remember the price that Jesus paid to give it to you. Amen. And see, that's the thing that you praise God for. You praise him for the biggest gift that he could ever give. And that was his son and the blood of Jesus that he shed on that cross. And that that uh, cross symbolized healing. You know, maybe you may be in a position where you say, well, what, you know, what did he do for me? You know, healing, yeah. salvation, you know, uh, prosperity, divine protection. There's so many things I could go on and on about what God has done through the blood of his son Jesus. Amen. So this is a, a season to give thanks and to remind God and to let him know that we are thankful for what we have. Now, we're not thankful for what we don't have. See, some people think, well, we give thanks for what I have and what I don't have. Well, I don't give thanks for what I don't have. Amen. And see, that's not humility. That's called false humility. And we don't want to get that mixed up with thanking God for, because when you're missing something, you're missing it. You know what I'm saying? And so you're not thanking God for what you're missing, but you are thanking God for what you do have. We're thanking God for what he's promised. Because when you thank God for what you're looking forward to, that's showing him your faith. Thanksgiving and praise is tied to your faith. Amen. And that's why most folks don't thank him because they, well, I don't have nothing to thank him for, but you do. Because, you know, he gave us life. He gave us the cross. He gave us provision. And all the things that you even need. Thanksgiving tells him that I am looking for you. I am expecting you to give me everything that I need. Amen. You're not shutting the door on him, but you're opening that door, allowing him to be able to add to whatever it is that you need. You're not closing the door. Most of us close the door on God because you don't have something. But you open that door with your thanks and your praise. Amen. And, you, and that, open, that open door allows him to make changes in your life. Amen. So this is why we 
praise God. We praise God for the price that his son made. Amen. And we praise God for all um, of the works of the enemy that he's protected us from. Because like I said, it can be worse. <laughs> so we, we thank him for those things. Amen. Thanksgiving speaks to God. It tells him that you're joint partners through this process, whatever process you're going through. You are joint partners with him through the process. And you're in faith to receive everything that he has for you in this hour. Amen. You're believing him and you're trusting him. And this is what thanks means to God. That you're envisioning all the things that you need and all the things that you hope for. You're envisioning that you already have them. Because we really do. Amen. You already have them. It's just that they're not in the natural realm yet. But I'm telling you, Thanksgiving will cause those things that be not as though they were. Amen. Because you're saying to God, I know you can do it. I know you've already given me all of these things, and I'm thanking you for them ahead of time. I'm thanking you, you know, uh, while I don't have them in my hand, but I, I feel as though I do because I know you'll put them in my hands at the right time in the right season. So don't ever play down Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is so important to God, and it's giving him honor. It's honoring him. It's saying that you are the one true God, the only God, the most high God, the most, you know, your name is above every name, and I worship you. And I thank you for what you're doing in my life. Amen. The world is continually trying to take away or disrupt the spirit of thanksgiving by trying to have us focus on black. Friday, you know, <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, you know, they, they'll say, well, see, this is to cut off and to shorten the thanks, the Thanksgiving period, you know, cut dinner short and go out, because a lot of these places start at 4 a.m. on Thursday night, or whenever, Wednesday night, or, and it's, it's to stop us from truly and totally entering in that spirit of thanksgiving with our families. Amen. Most of them we don't want to be bothered with. And so, you know, that Black Friday thing encourages us, well, I'm going to make this dinner quick, which I've been there, I know. I'm going, I'm going to shop. <laughs> and so we cut it short. And it's to stop us from entering into fellowship with our families. But yet still, if you think about it, but we pray all the time for household salvation. Ask for me and my whole house. I mean, <coughs> drunk Uncle James. But yet still, when he get, makes it safely over to the house, we want to cut it short, cut dinner short. You understand, send him home with a doggy bag. But, you know, the world likes to interfere with what God is doing and what Christians are up to. And so they'll just develop something to cut our Thanksgiving period short. 
but thanksgiving is a it's a uh, a holy time it's a a sacrificial special time with god just to reflect the year and re and reflect on what's going to happen in the coming year amen it's to just kind of put a cap on everything that we've gone through and everything that we might have to go through but knowing that god is with us forever and ever that he'll never leave us or forsake us that we're not uh parentless what do you call that we're not bastards but we have a father that loves us and that will never leave or forsake us and so thanksgiving says you have not forsaken me god you have not forsaken me amen hallelujah and for that i thank you because we could be sick we could be stricken we could be in the hospital amen but god god is such and then the thing about he fights our enemies for us and we don't even know it you know um impending accidents that we could be uh, involved in he has angels there to disrupt all of that bad stuff amen Hallelujah. and so we should give thanks it's not saying that your life is perfect it's not saying that but it's saying with what i have of my life i'm expecting it to get better i'm expecting good things to happen amen hallelujah so don't let the world trick you No, the devil is very subtle and he tries to speak to us in many many ways amen and all you get in is debt i mean that's all that has ever happened to me on black friday you know you get in debt credit card is a pass the max and you know and so you know you want to and this is the thing that i i realized they go into the the black we go into the red y'all see what i'm saying not saying you don't go you know if you got me on your christmas list go on <laughs> yeah carry on please carry on but just don't spend too much you know overall but you know check my name off amen but the world wants us to cut family communication short you know because god may show up and you can lead someone to the lord amen you start sharing about the goodness of god you know and just sharing sometimes relatives really want to know they just don't want they don't want to come to your church but they want some of what you have and they're curious and so that's a good time to share god's goodness and to pray pray for people you know, and and another thing, you know, uh, it teaches our family members to bless that food before you eat it. Amen. Because some people only pray at Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner, but we pray before every meal. But I had to learn that I didn't always. And I probably shouldn't say that, but it's true. <laughs> and so thanksgiving is a time that we can really teach our our family members and not so family members our neighbors whoever might show up for dinner how to bless that food and that you can explain to them that that by blessing your food you're taking disease from the midst of you amen hallelujah a lot of people don't know that and they can stay a lot healthier by blessing their food every day. 
So that's one of the things I wrote down that could happen as a result of prolonging the family dinner at thanks the Thanksgiving process. And just telling them and sharing them that God is good because he is. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's turn to Philippians 4. Hallelujah. Philippians 4 verse 6. You know, Thanksgiving is a time where you, it's a time of forgiveness, where you can just come clean and just uh, forgive uh, by sharing a meal with family members and maybe people you haven't seen all year. And, and it's a time of forgiveness and, a, and a, a, a time of well-being. But in Philippians 4, 6, it's funny. It says, be careful for nothing or do not be anxious or worried about anything. Hallelujah. It says, um, but in everything, gifts in everything, and that means every circumstance and every situation, but by everything, by prayer and, supp- and petition or supplication, with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific requests known unto God. And the peace of God. And the peace of God. And that's what I want to talk about. The peace of God. Hallelujah. I'm going to read it in the King James. That was the Amplified. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, that seeking peace, the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So isn't it funny that the that thanksgiving and prayer and supplication request to God will lead you into peace? The peace of God. Amen. That's where the peace of God is in the thanksgiving. Amen. The, your, your peace is hidden in the thanks. Amen. And that's why most of us don't have peace. We seek peace. Sometimes we even pray for peace. But your peace is hidden in thanksgiving, hidden in praise. Amen. Hallelujah. And then it says, goes on to say, finally, my brother. (laughs) Why is it going in from thanksgiving to peace to finally, my brother, whatsoever things are good, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely. See, you know what God is doing? He's telling us how to think. He's telling us what to do to, to get more. He's telling us what to do to please him. He's telling us to do to have peace. And then he's telling us what to do to think right. Finally, my brother. Amen. Whatsoever is true, whatsoever things are noble, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there is any virtue and if there is any praiseworthy, anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. So God is telling you how to come out of bad situations. Praise worship. Find peace. That's where your peace is. 
And when you find your peace, then you think right. Amen. Do we have that on the Amplified, verse 8? Hallelujah. Thank you. In the Amplified, verse 8, finally, my believers, <laughs> whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things. And it says, center your mind on them. See, he's telling us how to think and what to think. Center your mind on them. And implant them in your heart. Amen? Implant them on your heart. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so if we follow God's prescription, or if we follow his instructions, you'll have peace, joy, you'll have, uh, you'll think right, your heart will be changed and fixed in the things of God, because he mentioned our hearts. And so this is how you live a victorious life, amen? So there's more to thanksgiving than just thanking God, like pumping him up. See, God is not, he doesn't need pumping up. He's already the biggest thing going so far. Amen. He's the best thing that ever happened to me. And he is the best thing that ever happened to you. But God wants us to find, he wants us to find him in our praise, in our worship. Find peace, find joy. And then learn how to think right and not think discouraged all the time, not think depressed all the time, not think down, but think up, you know. Think, think uh, like you know God is with you and you know he's going to change things at any moment. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, when you praise God and he brings peace, that has to tell you that things are not going to stay the same. They, and this too shall pass. That's what it's saying. And this too shall pass. You know, Thanksgiving has so many components. And this is the thing that gets me. It's all for us. It's all for us. Amen. You know, God inhabits our praises. So what that means is when you praise God, he's right in the middle of our praise. He's in the praise. Amen. So when you praise and worship God, you receive more of him because he's in there. He inhabits our praise. And so it's impossible to praise and to thank God and not bump into him. Amen. Not bump into his goodness. Not bump into his good qualities. All of these things that he wants to do for us is in the praise. And the peace of God that assures your heart. When your heart tries to faint on you, the peace of God says to your heart, oh, no, 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 no. We got this. God is coming for us. Amen. So don't fret. The peace of God speaks to your heart and says, don't fret. Don't antagonize. Don't be antagonized. You know, 
Don't assume that God will not do it because it's not done yet. But it's coming. See, a lot of times God is trying to condition our hearts and our minds to receive what he has. You can't receive anything from God thinking wrong. Amen. You just can't. It just won't work because if he gives it to you, you won't be satisfied. You'll be looking for more and looking for more when you already have everything you need. And if you keep searching and looking for more, you're going to bump into the devil. Amen. And so God wants to keep us in a a friendly, peaceful place where we can receive everything that he has for us with understanding. Amen. Hallelujah. That place that stands guard over your heart and your mind in Jesus Christ. God stands, stands a watch over your heart and your mind. Amen. And so finally, my brethren, don't be anxious for nothing. Think right. Think what's true and and honorable, what's worthy of respect. If something is not respectable, don't think highly of it. Don't even entertain it. Amen? What's wholesome? What's lovely? Think on these things. In, In other words, he's saying practice these things in your daily life. Practice these things. God tells us what to do, how to do it, what to think, how to think, how to get to a victorious place in life. And this is really what he wants us to do. Amen. And the God who is the source of peace, he's the source of everything. He's the source of well-being. And that God will be with you through everything. Amen. Why don't we go to First Thessalonians? Hallelujah. The God of peace that changes your heart and your mind, that gives you everything that you need, that God, hallelujah, is with you, never leaving you, nor forsaking you, never allowing wrong things to happen to you or your loved ones. Amen. Why? Because he loves us. First Thessalonians 5. And let's go to verse 16. And it says, Rejoice always. Amen. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks. Everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And do not quench the Holy Spirit. Do not despise prophecies. Amen. So let's go back to verse, uh, where it says, this is the will of God. Verse 18. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. We know now that thanksgiving is the will of God. That's why we do it. So why do we do it? Because it's the will of God. So why is it his will? He wants us to have peace. He wants us to have joy. He wants us to be in expectation, live in expectation that things are going to get better. Amen. Amen. Things are always going to get better. You have to have faith. Thanksgiving puts you in the realm of faith where you you cannot be believing because you're not sure. 
or you may feel that God is not with you totally in a specific thing. But when you praise and you thank, knowing that it's the will of God, because sometimes it's hard to give thanks when you ain't in the mood, you know, or when, you, or when you've just had not a, such an easy time. It's hard. So it's a sacrifice, and God knows it's a sacrifice. And I think that's why it's so important to him for us to give thanks because you're offering up a sacrifice to him. Amen? And knowing that it is his will that we praise and give him thanks, that's just going to release more and more joy. It should make us happy to do the will of God. Amen? That's why I believe it brings us peace. It brings us peace because it's the will of God that we give thanks. Thanks is so important. Try thanks. I bet things will come faster to you. Amen? Amen. Because there was a time when I didn't know how important thanks was. But when my back was up up against the wall, and I, oh, Father, I thank you. It just broke. Things started to break. And sometimes we learn the hard way, but it's nice to be told how important thanks is. Thanks and praise is the key to victory. Amen. Hallelujah. And this is why so many uh, in the Old Testament, so many armies, they consulted God. And then they gave thanks. David was a good one for giving thanks. He gave thanks all the time because he knew that if he didn't give thanks, he had no, he really had no victory. His victory was in Christ Jesus. It was in God. Amen. It was in the, uh, the act of thanksgiving and praise. Hallelujah. So we know that it's the will of God. Amen. Giving thanks is important because God is concerned about us. Everything that concerns us concerns God. He's concerned about the things you think about. And that's why he wants you to think on good things. Amen? He doesn't want you to think discouraging. You know, think disgusted. Think deprived and, you know, depressed. He doesn't want you depressed. He wants you to look forward to a better time. Amen? Hallelujah. Healing and protection. Salvation, miracles, blessings, and prosperity. And just life itself. Overflow. Everything that means a lot to us is in the thanks. Amen? Even seasons that come and go. We need to give thanks for those. Amen? You know, have you ever looked back at the end of the year after Christmas and you said, wow, I got through this year? Could have been worse. We give thanks because we are giving thanks for the year that's passing. And we're giving thanks for a new year that's coming. Hoping and praying and believing and trusting God is going to be a better year. Amen. Hallelujah. You don't give thanks for the problems. You don't give thanks for sickness and disease. Amen. Why? Because that stuff ain't from God. (laughs) Not from God. But you give thanks for healing, for blessing. You know? You give thanks for all the good things that come from above. Amen. You don't give him thanks for questions. You give him thanks for the answers. Amen. 
You give him thanks because you love him and you have confidence in him. Amen. That he's going to bring a better year, a better day, a better month. Amen. Full of blessing, full of more money, whatever it is that you need. If you didn't have enough last year, he'll do better this year coming. Amen. There's nothing wrong with having faith in God. And that's what giving thanks really is. And bringing the praise on is that giving thanks. And that, and that thanks is trusting in God. That, and that thanks is, is faith, the faith of God. And that's why a lot of people don't thank because they, they're not in faith. Amen. And they don't, they don't see a solution. But he is the solution. Amen. So, amen. So we give thanks for the solution. We don't give thanks for the problem. Amen. We thank him for the victory. We thank him because it could have been worse than what it was. Amen. We could be in the dark like those people in Puerto Rico. But we're not. Amen. We're secure. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we give thanks because God never left us. He doesn't forsake us. He he hasn't abandoned us. Amen. He fixes everything that's broken. And he brings finality to trials and temptations. That's the biggest thing. Thank you, Father. He brings finality to every trial and every tribulation. In other words... Bad stuff, trials, tribulation, doesn't, doesn't last forever. Because at some point, God puts his foot down and says, enough. We need to thank him for that. Amen? So it doesn't last forever. They come to a close. Amen. In other words, that's what I meant by finality. He brings finality to trials and temptations. Amen. That life brings upon us. Paul and Silas didn't thank and praise God for being in jail like many many people preach. They weren't glad to be in there. And they didn't praise God for being in jail because God didn't put them in there. Amen. <laughs> people think God put them. Why would he lock them up? Amen. Yeah. He didn't put them in jail, so they weren't praising him because they were in jail. But, but Paul and Silas gave thanks because they knew God was in the midst of them while they were in jail. Amen. God inhabits the praises. He's in the middle of your praise. And they wanted him to uh, reveal himself to them. And so they knew how to worship and to honor and to praise so that he would manifest. They were trying to take, they were partaking of his glory. Amen. And that's why they did it. They did it because they had nothing better to do. And they, they honored him. They honored him by praising and the the side benefit was the doors flew open amen hallelujah amen only good things happen as a result of thanks and praise hallelujah god had not abandoned them paul knew that 
giving praise and thanks would cause God to show up. He didn't realize in such a big way. He didn't know that he was going to be a free person. And then just to, to let you know how much Paul and Silas were into the praise and the worship when the doors, doors flew open, they didn't even leave. Now, I bet you I know some of y'all wouldn't stay in there. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's hit the road. Amen. But they stayed there, and they told the jailer, don't worry, we're all still here. We're not going anywhere. Now, I can't make that promise. Amen. But they did. They stayed there, and they worshiped because the presence of God was so um, thick in the place. It was so overpowering. All they wanted was more of God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. And they were so satisfied with the presence of God because it brought them peace. Amen. Number one, it was the will of God. Number two, it brought them peace. And it fixed their hearts where they knew God was with them. Amen. And they knew that the situation would not stay the same because the presence of God was upon them. And they told the jeweler, the jailer, don't. Well, I wish it was a jeweler. It would have been nice. But anyway, <laughs> but the, pre- <laughs> the presence of God was so thick in the place that they just enjoyed the presence. Amen. They enjoyed being in the ambiance of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. And when that happened, the doors flew open, and just by them not running out. Because it, in back in those days, if anything went wrong in a jail, the, the a jailer or the, the attendant was immediately executed. And because of that, he wanted to know what, what God did they serve. Amen. Hallelujah. And household salvation came to that place. God's way is always the best way. His ways are perfect. Amen. And Paul knew that God was in the house. There was no need to run or to panic because God inhabits the praise. So give thanks. Amen. And be anxious for nothing. What does that mean, being anxious for nothing? It means settle down. Live in peace. Because God is with you as a mighty, terrible one. He is, amen, he's fighting your enemies, amen. He is taking care of your future, amen. Your future looks great with God. He doesn't see you sick or destitute or, he, God doesn't see all of you. know why? Because he don't give you that stuff. He doesn't see you down and out, but he only sees you victorious, Amen. He sees you uh, healed and blessed. He sees you in the very best form there is, full of him or living in the fullness of him. Amen. And so God sees us only in a, uh, uh, in a good state. Now, I want to say rare form because it is. Amen. But it's a normal state to be in. You know, we need to live... Uh, expecting to be just in a normal state where you have everything that you need and that God is just uh, not just but he's a household name and he fills your house his presence is there every day this is everyday life and you don't think discouraging thoughts but you think on things that are good and lovely and pure 
Amen. Hallelujah. You only expect the best. We're learning that when God is involved, all things that you expect that are good will come to fruition. And all things that are testing, like the trials, tribulation, these things, they will come to an end. Amen. Why? Because God said that they, God is, is, is full of peace and love and joy, and he's full of blessings, only good things. Bad stuff don't happen to him. And we don't thank him for the bad, but we thank him for the good thing that's coming. Amen. The good things that we have. Hallelujah. Praise him for the, for the wedding that you want to have, or whatever it is. He don't care. If it's in this Bible, you can have it. Amen? Hallelujah. We give thanks because he is our source. God is the source of everything. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. He owns everything. Cattle on a thousand hills. The earth is his. The gold is his. The pearls are his. The bronze is his. And the oil is his. Amen? It doesn't belong to third world countries belongs to him amen and so we have to understand where we can start with thanks and praise and where you can end up wow what a difference amen it's just so wonderful and it's refreshing and and praise is a uh, and thanksgiving is a supernatural act i think i said that before and that's why we shouldn't run out on dinner <laughs> It's a supernatural act. God is in the midst, and he's in the midst of thanksgiving. Amen. And when we give thanks, the peace of God increases our faith. Peace increases your faith. That's why you wind up in faith. Because peace, when you ain't worried about nothing, that increases your faith to believe for more. So in other words, faith comes from God. And when you, he inhabits the praises of man. And so when you give thanks, he's in the midst of that. And it brings peace. And it increases your faith. Your faith to believe for more. Your faith to believe for the impossible. Amen. Your faith to believe for the unseen things that you're praying for. Amen. I wish we, we all of us, could have eyes to see. And I wish that the years that I didn't have that, that I had it. Because if we could see just how close our victory is, we wouldn't quit. Amen. Amen. If we could see, but you can see in the invisible realm. But see, it's a knowing and it's a trust and a faith in God that is there. And if you continue with God, he'll give you that vision. Because without the vision, the people perish. That's why people quit, because they can't see, amen, into the invisible realm. But if we could only see what God is doing, that he is manifesting all over the place and in every situation, we wouldn't quit, we wouldn't doubt, and we wouldn't whine, amen. (laughs) But we would thank and we would be zealous for him. And we would want more of him like a deer pants for water. Hallelujah. We would give him more. More of, of us. 
and we would put more time because I think that's what God wants from us more than anything, our time. You give God some time, you can go into another realm with him. Amen. And so we need to start to thank him more. Thank him. Why? Because it's his will. That's a good reason. Amen. He's our source. He's our prosperity. And he and all things that you get from him is good. Amen. The glory falls. Amen. It's a supernatural act. Amen. Peace comes. Faith increases. And faith comes as a result of obedience to God. Amen. Because it's his will. Let's go to Psalm 100. If you can get that in the... Thank you. Yeah. Psalm 100. I think most of you know what it is. Verse uh, 4. Praise God. It says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. And then it says, be thankful to him and bless his name. Amen. For the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. Do we have that in the Amplified? Thank you. Enter into his gates with the song of thanksgiving and his courts with praise. And be thankful to him. Bless and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his mercy and loving kindness are everlasting. His faithfulness endures to all generations. His faithfulness. In other words, his children, your children, your children's children. To the fourth and fifth. Amen. It endures forever. In other words, he'll never forsake them. He'll never let them down. Hallelujah. He'll bless them. Amen. He'll love them with an everlasting love. And of the kingdom of God, there shall be no end for your children. Amen. Hallelujah. And it endures forever and ever. And ever. Amen. These eternal things are so much important than than these natural things. Amen. When you thank and praise God, you're unleashing huge blessings from above. Huge blessings towards your children, towards yourself, and toward even towards your family members who you are praying for. Amen. If you broke, bless God anyway. You're not blessing him because you broke. That's religion. I, I just don't like that. I'm not. You, you bless him because you, you know that he can change your situation overnight. Amen. Hallelujah. You know that he can give you more. Amen. But you don't bless him for having nothing. But you bless and praise and thank him because you know your situation is temporary. Amen. That's not humility. That's what most people, oh, you know, I, I remember asking that guy, you know, what well, can I pray for you? He was an accountant. I said, can I pray for you? He said, ah, oh, don't ask for too much. 
just I would just like a few more customers, but don't ask God for too much. And I'm like, why? Well, I don't want to make him mad. Like God is stingy and don't like giving. Amen. God is love. Amen. <laughs> and he's not broke. Amen. And he doesn't want you to be broke either. Amen. That's insanity. And I'm not going to sit here and, and preach a, a message of, of prosperity and, and money. Because it's not about that. But it's about entering into the presence of God and receiving everything that you need and everything that you will need. Receiving that. Amen. Abundance. You know, uh, a healing. You sit in the presence of God, you won't be sick. Amen. All your symptoms will leave at some point. And, or I know they'll get better. Mine does. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You'll want for nothing. Amen. When you come into his presence. Because he put everything here on this earth. He put it all here. Now that word thank, yeah, I looked that up. It means to revere or to worship with extended hands. Hallelujah. To praise and give thanks, to acknowledge and to give merit. It also means an expression of gratitude or um, appreciation. So it's an expression of your appreciation to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to Psalm 24 before we leave. Psalm 24. Verse 1. And it says, the earth is the Lord's. Oh, you know what? My page is torn. I didn't switch over yet. <laughs> Can you give that to me? Well, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Okay, this is the Amplified. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness of it and the world and those who dwell in it. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the streams and the rivers. Who may ascend onto the mountains of the Lord? And who may stand in his holy place. Amen. There you go. Thank you. So God is so good. His mercies endure forever. And he is forever acknowledging our thanks and our praise. Amen. Hallelujah. So God is definitely inside of all of the worship. Amen. Why don't we go to First Chronicle 16. First Chronicles 16. Praise God. And we want verse 16. Let's see. I don't think that's right. First Chronicle, did I say 16? First Chronicles 16. Okay, we want verse 7. And this is a, a song of sorry about I'm getting hot. This is a song of thanksgiving. I'll get that in a minute. Amen. 
I don't know about you, but I'm kind of cooking up here. You hot too? Okay. Oh, yeah, up here. Under the lights. <laughs> they try to stick it to us. Under the lights. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, David always liked to give thanks unto God. And this is why he walked and talked with God. This is why David always came. God always came through for David because he trusted him. He had faith in him. He believed him. And and God, uh, David liked to please God. And so he knew that it was God's will for him to worship and thank and praise him. And that's why he did it. Amen. When you walk and talk with God for so long, you learn a lot of things about him. Amen. And I'm telling you, you'll have more peace. And you have more joy. And even though David had a bad past, you know, they like to persecute you for what you did back back in the day. Amen. People, you know, the devil has a long memory. Let me put it to you like that. And it's something you did 10 or 12 years ago. If the devil found out about it, he's going to throw it in your face. But David didn't worry about those things. He didn't worry about his past because he knew that his past was secure. And locked up in God. Amen. He know that he knew that according to God's will, he had no past. <laughs> he didn't have a past. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise God. Amen. David also knew that his worship and praising God was a supernatural act. It wasn't just giving props to God because you know you should. Or it wasn't just giving him some props because it's his will. But David knew that God inhabits his praise, and that was a way for him to really see God on a personal level and to understand and know that God was with him as a mighty, terrible one. And this is how David won so many wars. Because he knew that God was in the praise. Hallelujah. He knew that God inhabited his praises. And that's why he knew and loved praising God. Because he knew that God would, he knew God would show up. Amen. So, this is the return of the ark. And David giving thanks unto God. And he was taking the ark back to the tabernacle. And in 16, verse 7, well, I'll read one. It says, So they brought the ark to God and set it in the midst of the tabernacle that David had erected for it. And then they offered burnt offerings and, and peace offerings before God. And if you jump down, let's do five. It says, And Asaph, the chief, and next to him, Zechariah, then Jael, then all those other people, amen, with the harps and the instruments. And it says, but Asaph made music with cymbals. And verse 7 says, on that day, David first delivered his psalm into the hands of Asaph and his brethren to thank God, thank the Lord. And verse 8 says, oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name and make known his deeds among the people. Sing to him. Sing psalms to him. 
talk to all his wondrous yeah, talk of all his wondrous works. It's like if God has done anything for you, talk about it. Amen. That's the time when you're in his presence. Verse 10 says, glory in his high, holy name. And let the hearts of those rejoice and seek the Lord. Those who seek the Lord. Seek the Lord in his strength. So now what is that telling me? That there's strength in the presence of God. <laughs> See, if there's faith, there's strength. Amen. And that, how can that supernatural strength is what we can receive from thanksgiving and praise. Supernatural strength. Amen. Because amen, that comes from God. See, supernatural strength is just not a strength you find because you have a pep talk with a buddy. Amen. (laughs) But supernatural strength is something that God bestows upon you because you've been in his presence. Amen. And he covers you. It's more like a covering. And it's also a shield. Amen. And it's protection. It's everything that you need, especially if you're going to war with the devil. Hallelujah. And so now we know David's secret. This is why he worshiped and praised the Lord so much. Because he knew that it was his will. He knew that God inhabits the praise. He knew that peace came. And he knew that power was in his presence. And so he went out to face any army. And he wasn't afraid because he knew what God was doing. And he knew the, the, the abilities of God. And he judged God faithful in everything that he did. Amen? He would consult God to make sure, Did you do you want me to go to war? He would make sure that he was in the will of God. And then he'd give thanks. And all of the people that followed uh, David, everybody that was in the army, they saw the, the um, they saw the, pres- well, not the presence, but they saw his acts. And they saw what God could do. They saw his abilities. And they also saw the enemy fall. And so if you're facing anything, whatever it is that you're facing, know that the presence of God can bring you through. Amen. Amen. And this is something that man can't stop because he doesn't have control over it. Amen. Oh, they talk about the presence, but do they really know? Amen. Hallelujah. See, the presence of God is something that anybody can have. You don't have to have a doctor or a prophetess or apostle in front of your name to know the power and the presence of God. Amen. All you have to do is worship him and have a right kind of heart. You stay in his presence long enough, he's going to fix. Remember, he'll fix your heart. Amen. He'll cleanse your mind. Hallelujah. He'll make you think right about him and about others and about what your future. Amen. And the finality of your days. You won't worry because he, he will... Jeremiah twenty nine eleven you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. 
And so David, this is why David was so successful in war, because he, he had a partner that he had faith in. Amen. And it was no man, but it was, it was wondrous works. And he loved it. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Nothing can take the place of that. So it says, seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face forevermore. Remember his marvelous works, which he has done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. O seed of Israel, his servant, you children of Jacob, his chosen ones. And he is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. Amen. And and 15 says, and remember his covenant forever. The word which he commanded for a thousand generations. The covenant which he made with Abraham. Hallelujah. And his oath to Isaac. Isn't that wonderful? And so David knew something. He knew what we know about God. Thanksgiving is a supernatural, holy act. And it's so easy. Amen. And his presence never fails to come when you, when you give him thanks, when you set aside time for him. Amen. David sustained and overcame mighty battles because of the presence of God, because of the relationship he delivered from just giving thanks. Amen. We have nothing to lose and everything to gain by giving thanks unto God. Hallelujah. Praise God. I just want to give you just a tiny bit of history before we stop in 1621 when the pilgrims landed in this country. Uh, let's see, at Plymouth Rock, the pilgrims gave thanks unto God. Amen. And this became a holy nation. This, this, um, amen. America is not a Muslim country. And I'm saying that because I know better. And we are not uh, a, a broken country headed for the slaughter. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. But we are victorious in him. We are victorious through him. Amen. And this will never be a Muslim country ever. Ever. Amen. Because God's presence inhabits this nation. Amen. And God is in control. He is in control. Amen. He is in control. The pilgrims gave thanks. Abraham Lincoln made it legal and official to give thanks to God. Because he, and you know why they did it? Because he was their source. He was the reason they got where they got. It was only because of him. Amen. And they made it official and legal to give thanks. In other words, thanks to giving. Don't ever, you know, um, play it down. Play it up. It's a time for, it can be a time for salvation. Sharing about God. Amen. Our source. Amen. Then our founding fathers knew we needed God because they had been through so much. And so then they made it, um, made Thanksgiving a national holiday. It's a spiritual act. If you don't mind checking, I think it was in 1949 or 
41, something like that. I'm not sure. But it became a national holiday. Amen. It, it, it started to appear on our calendar. And so we should honor that. And that proves to you and to me that this is not a Muslim nation. Amen. Hallelujah. This is a, a, a country founded on on um, godly principles. And see, whatever, you can't look at what people do. You can't look at the sin. Yeah, there's so much sin in this country and in this nation. But, if, but you don't look at the sin. You look at the foundation. Amen. You look at the foundation. And the foundation is solid. Our foundation is, is God-sourced. You know, it's, it's um, God-believed. These people at Plymouth Rock appreciated what God has done, had done for them because he got them from point A to point B, and they trusted and appreciated him. Amen? And so we have to do the same. All we have to do is go back to the, to the foundation. Amen? Okay, 1941, October 6th, and it became a, a national holiday. Thank you, uh, Shannon. A national holiday. And now we have people among us who want to change that. But if you know the Lord and you know his goodness, amen, you will not allow that to penetrate your walls, amen, but you will continue to give thanks and to give praise and acknowledge God and acknowledge that he is the source of all things. Amen. Hallelujah. And that he can overtake our enemies at any time. We're not failing. We're not, you know, slipping into the abyss. But this, this country is going forward in, in faith and in power because of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So, Father, we do thank and praise you, and we lift you up in the name of your Son.